if you if you're on that mindset where you're not tied down to a place that you can move around and you can also make money and you know you don't have to actually just make money online you could go travel do do a gig do something you know Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast where we focus on the people, the products and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host Stephen Peterson. Hey, wanted to talk a few moments about some sponsors. Scope from Seller Labs. Um, when's the last time you created a listing, right? And when you create that listing, you've got to come up with the keywords, right? It's all keyword dependent. I don't care if it's uh, private label or wholesale. You've got to get it right. Well, what's the best way to get it right? If you're selling a similar product that's really successful, you go and you take and use their keywords. And that's what Scope does for you. It's a phenomenal tool brought to you again by Seller Labs, the leaders in technology uh, when it comes to Amazon right now. They are just crushing it with all their products. But Scope allows you to get that listing right. Get ranked for those keywords as fast as possible. Therefore, you get the sales. So go to sellerlabs.com forward slash scope, use the code word momentum, save a little bit of money, get some free keywords to test, try it out and see if you see an improvement. If you don't adjust, what's cool about what I love about uh, Seller Labs is that you then message and say, hey, I didn't get this right, Tyler. Hey, Jeff, this isn't working right. What am I doing wrong? And boom, you're going to get the help you need. And that's what you're going to get from Seller Labs. And, and it's a very special group. They've been very, I've been very fortunate to be connected with them. And again, I look over time, they've delivered every single time. You know, same thing I can say for Karen from Solutions for E-Commerce. I mean, she's been carrying my account for a couple of years now, um, and our account, my wife and I, and she really does handle things for us. Um, I mentioned uh, just last week, we created a new listing with forget how many variations, but again, all the flat files uploaded, done as I needed. I pop in, so she'll send me a template, I pop in some information, and then boom, it's handled. Oh wait, these pictures weren't done right, blah, 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 this UPC needs it, boom, modified, adjusted. And again, the communication's been phenomenal too. I get an email pack saying, hey, this was done, or this, you're missing this, Steve, hey, you got to do this. So, you know, we have those challenges too, and that's why I like working with somebody who's been doing it, and been doing it for a long time. Did you know Karen also does listings for eBay? Yep, lots of them. So if you want to build out that channel, which of course you should, it's Q4, you should be selling everywhere you can, um, Karen can help you with that too. So you got to tell her I've sent you. So you're going to go to solutions for e-commerce forward slash momentum. You're going to save 50 bucks every single month. You're going to save that $50. But more importantly, you're going to get an inventory health report. Um, did you just get hit with monthly long-term storage fees? Well, guess what? If you haven't, they're coming. You want to get that inventory right, and she can help you with that. You got to tell her I sent you. Again, solutions, the number four, e-commerce forward slash momentum will get you into that. Save the 50 bucks. Get that inventory health report, though. That's really, really important. Get that going right away. And I don't want to miss my coach when it comes to retail orb or online orb. When I have a question, and I do, not that we don't we don't really do much of it anymore, but when I do have a question, I go to Gay Lisby. Because why? Because she's really... She is a coach. I mean, she's really phenomenal, but she also puts out a daily list and you're going to get that list five days a week. You're going to get tons of leads. The number of uh, agreed to amount that you're supposed to get, she, she usually gets to those in the four days. And then the fifth day seems to be a bonus most of the time. Phenomenal group, small amount of uh, buyers where this list is going to. And the best thing is the nuggets that you learn. Hey, why is the red one better than the blue one? Gate can help you with those questions. I saw, hey, I got, um, I got a, the dreaded letter about a brand. Here's the, here's the way you approach it. Hey, receipts. Um, how do you? What's the best practice? I saw her leading instructions, teaching me, the accountant, how to do a better job with it, and it's phenomenal. So it's Gay Lisby's um, a million dollar selling. Um, I'll have the link in here. You've got to use. Um, the, my, my link, and, and it does help me. I don't want to say it that way, but um, it's part of Amazing Freedom with Andy Slamins, Lee Ron, Hirsch Korn, and Nate Slamins, so you know you can trust them, okay? So come out to the website, take a look at it, and you will get uh, savings, and you can get two weeks free right now. Only through my link, you get two weeks free. Try it. You don't like it? I get it. Back off. But right now is the time to make money. Get cash flow going right now. And so join, you get two weeks free. The only way you're going to get the two weeks free is if you use my link. It's on this episode. Come on out and give it a try. You will not be disappointed. Again, you're going to see me in there. So reach out if I can help you too. Let's get into the podcast. 
Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 341, CJ Johnson. All right, dreamers, this is your podcast. This is the one where you're going to sit back and say, "Man, I can feel the breeze in my hair. I can I could I could hear the surf at the water. I'm in Thailand now. Picture that. Wait, I just heard elephants. I was just feeding them and I heard them. Yeah. That's CJ's life right now. CJ is on track, a work in progress, a digital nomad in training, might be a fair way to say it. His life, um, he's college educated, got a master's degree. I mean, this is not uh, somebody who's just can't figure his life out. He just realizes that that's not his life. It's his life for now, and he has to have a job, but he got a taste of what it can be growing up to be free, to be location uh, independent, perhaps, uh, the ability to go and see the rest of the world, to go to pools when you were a kid, when you didn't have one. And now it's completely in him. It's in his blood. It's, it's, there's no way he's not going to do it. And so cool, this Nomad Summit, the Digital Nomad, um, it's nomadsummit.com is what I'm talking about. But it's so cool because it, it's a whole group of people that are like-minded. And um, I love the way he describes the the way they share the collaborative effort um, and the success they're having and they wish upon you and how infectious that is. So again, this is for the dreamers. This is for somebody who's saying, I want something. I'm missing something in my life. My soul hurts. I would love to go repair it. I think this might be something that's good for you. Let's get into the podcast. All right. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Very excited about today's guest. Um, it's sexy. He's sexy. Uh, in a couple ways, not in the way you're thinking, don't go there. I'm talking about the way he's designing his life. Um, it's intentional. Um, sounds like it was necessary. He needed to make a change. And I think I, I applaud that. And man, I, I respect him already. I'm very, very excited to hear his story. CJ Johnson. Welcome, CJ. Hey, how's it going, everybody? It's YCF Young Chief Finesse, also known as Chief Stacks, though. Uh, tuning in from Dallas, Texas. How's it going? Oh, whoa. Okay, didn't expect that. That was a that was a pretty good intro. You you uh you have said that once or twice, haven't you? Yeah, I've said it a couple of times. I do some spoken word poetry sometimes. You know, go to uh, you know speakeasies and stuff. You know, I uh, hope you weren't offended by my sexy term, but it's true. I think I think. Uh, how old are you? Uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven, and your goal is to be a complete digital nomad you want to hang your hat wherever it lands fair? exactly is that wanna, fair exactly exactly i want to be a location independent pretty much a remote entrepreneur um that can run his own business uh online and then travel the world you know who doesn't want to travel the world and see all the sites well i think that's that's what makes it sexy i think a lot of people want that life a lot of people desire that life but for most people it's completely inaccessible it's foreign it's like what are you talking about nobody does that there's nobody who sells t-shirts on amazon what are you talking about nobody does any of these things cj that's what most people when you tell that to right if you had an elevator speech and you told that to them they'd look at you like you got a third eye right yeah, a lot of people don't think the same way. You know, some people are only thinking to that nine to five. They're confined within their own cubicle prison, pretty much. And that's in their mind, too. And I was there as well when I had my first corporate job. And that is kind of what pushed me into finding uh, about out about Thailand and digital nomads as a whole. Well, I can't wait to talk about digital nomads. That, that, again, is very attractive, especially, you know, it's funny, as I get older, that becomes more attractive. You would think I'd want to settle down more in that now, man, I want to see the world because you realize that your life is limited, your time is limited. So I, it's very attractive to me. Okay, so let's go back, though. You come from, and this is your quote, very humble beginnings. Is that a fair mm -hmm. statement? Yeah, that's a fair statement. So I was born on a reservation in Florida, but I was actually uh, raised in Wewoke, Oklahoma, which is the capital of the Seminole Nation of Oklahoma. And I'm Seminole, and my dad is a tribal leader, a chief of the Seminole Nation. And yeah, uh, so that's kind of like the humble be beginnings. Before he was chief, you know, I was the first person in my family to go to college. So I graduated high school with a 4.0 GPA, uh, valedictorian, and then I went to college at the University of Oklahoma. I always wanted to go to the University of Oklahoma. Um, since I was a kid, um, you know, we would watch the game with my dad and my grandpa and my uncle and things. And I watched the game back in 2000 when they won the championship. Um, 
and they played against Florida State Seminoles, uh, oddly enough, because that's those no, were both funny. our teams. You know, University of Oklahoma is our team because we're in Oklahoma, but Florida State Seminoles, you know, that's our that's our that's us. You that's know? you. So yeah. And well, I but that's born- that's a that doesn't fit the you know to be honest with you, what you're describing doesn't fit my image of what I've been led to believe. I did ask uh, CJ that I can ask a couple uncomfortable questions up front because I want to be respectful. But that's not the image that I've been led to believe about living on a reservation and growing up on a reservation. What is what is that like um, today and what was it like? How different is it today than what it was when you grew up? Um, and I'm sure it's significantly different than your parents, but yeah. But- so where I grew up, I grew up in Wewoka, which is like a already uh, a low income area, uh, a real urban area. A lot of uh, Native Americans, a lot of African Americans, uh, you know, Hispanics, Mexicans, and Hispanic Americans. Um, and the school, you know, it was a two A school, small town, only three thousand people in the town. Um, not like you'd have to drive 15 minutes or 30 minutes to, to go to the next Walmart. You know, if you wanted to go to the movies, you'd have to drive 45 minutes. You know, if you wanted to do big things, like just normal, kind of not big things, but normal things, you'd have to go far. And kind of when I grew up, uh, my parents, they didn't go to college. So, you know, they had a high school education and they found jobs through that. Uh, but, you know, I grew up in with four little brothers and four little sisters uh, as the oldest of nine. And the youngest one is six right now. Uh, so... You kind of, we had to find ways to save money, and my mom pretty much was very thrifty. She was always thrifty. She knew how to sew. She knew how to cook. She knew how to, like, you know, this and that, home remedies of cleaning and all types of things like that. She was always into, like, finding a way to save money and also finding things to use again. So we would go to garage sales. We would go to thrift stores. We would go to, my dad's thing was pawn shops. My dad loved pawn shops because he always liked to go see them to get try to get the newest electronic for cheaper. Pretty and, much. and you and you could right. I mean, there's absolutely yeah. a great place to get that stuff. That's cool. That that is cool. Yeah. So so you saw that. What what was it? Did you think? I mean, you know, most people who grow up in that environment, you know, poor is a state of mind, as always Dave Ramsey says, right? You, you didn't think you were poor. You just did you did you want for anything that you know you 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 know you there wasn't have? really anything that I wanted unless it was like the new like as a kid maybe. A, a whole pack of Pokemon cards, you know, that wasn't realistic as a child, you know, you can't have them all. Right. You know, <laughs> even okay. though they say you try. So to. it's like any other kid, you know, it's just like you want, you know, uh, when you're sick, you just ate a, a bowl of ice cream, you want the rest of it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's cool. Yeah, never, I, my parents always provided uh, for us. My dad was always also, he was an entrepreneur. He was very nomadic himself in the ways that he had his business. So what he would do, he was uh, the director of a museum the Seminole Museum for a while and for a good amount of years. And so he knew a lot of history and knowledge. And then he would travel to different states and cities uh, and even countries to go, you know, perform, not not even perform, but to share his story and share our story and share his knowledge, but play music and play the flute. And he passed that down to me and I played the flute as well. And, uh, did, you know, did I, you get I, to I, travel with him at all as a yes, younger? Yeah, all the time. Ah. All, the, all the cities that went to go see we made it a family trip we all hopped in the truck and we all you know went as a family and we get a hotel we get to go to the swimming pool you know uh, all yeah. that stuff as kids get to do that and then still we would go to different thrift stores and garage like if we could get your garage sale or we go to pawn shops for sure you know still in different cities so it was kind of very nomadic and entrepreneurial itself that's kind of how i grew up like oh my dad's doing this and we could stay at a hotel and go to swimming to go to the swimming pool like well, i want to do that as opposed to your friends whose families didn't travel, right? I mean, was that that were they looking at you like, wow, you're going to the big city and you're going here, you're going there, you're I mean, that had to be very attractive to them. Um Yeah. It's gotta yeah. be something that's really a kind of a, a what's possible. Because I, mean, I yeah, think about so this, not, you might not have seen yeah, this stuff. No, I, I just don't want to miss this because I think if you didn't get that experience, if your dad didn't bring you on those and give you that experience, you might have never known that this part of the world existed. Do you get what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, going to trips, going to thrift stores, being thrifty, like garage sales. My favorite were still pawn shops because, you know, you could get the video games. You could see how much it is. It was like straight up what it is. I, I think it's it's very cool, and it's very cool for your parents to give that experience to you. Um, and obviously, that's why you have this urge today. I mean, there's no doubt, right? You know that that's exactly. the connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Okay, so so they 
sparked this interest in you? Now, when did you decide that you wanted to make a dime and sell something that you were buying? Because you went to these things to buy stuff for you to play with and stuff. But when yeah. did you say, hey, maybe I can sell this stuff and make a little bit of money? Well, um, I started doing it just as a kid with video games. Like I, I found eBay as a kid, like growing up 12, you know, 12 up to 16 was whenever I was like really hitting eBay, I think, and like for a high schooler, I thought. And pretty much I started doing video games, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, Pokemon cards, stuff like that. Then shoes, some shoes. So a lot of my friends were into shoes at that time. It was, uh, you know, Nelly had a song, Air Force Ones. So everyone wanted to wear those uh, all cocaine white Air Force One shoes. You know, I, I rocked the low tops. Some people rocked the high tops. And people wanted to keep those shoes, the, the toes of those shoes, without a crease. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they had these things called shoe decreasers. So whenever I started selling on eBay and I was selling, you know, one-off video games, Pokemon cards, whatever, I could get my hands on shoes sometimes, whatever, I was like, why can't I? I just need to find a product that I can buy a whole lot of and then resell it. So I found the shoe decreasers, and I called the manufacturer, and I bought 100 of them for $5 each, and then I flipped them on eBay for $20 each. Now, wait, how old were you? Uh, I was 16 then, I think. So 16, you called the manufacturer yeah. and say, hey. You know, you obviously didn't say you were 16, but I would like no. to buy uh, these. I oh, mean, dude, that's cool. That that anybody who's a seller right now is giving you a little bit of respect because that takes nerve. And where does that come from? That that confidence as a 16 year old? Because most 16 year old kids today, right? If, you know, look yeah. at your your younger brothers and sisters. Do they have that confidence? Do they have well, that? So at the time, my first job, uh, well, my second job in high school, my first job, I worked at a a snow cone slash donut shop. Uh, that was owned by my mom's friend. Uh, but my second job, I worked at a call center. So I was always on the phone talking to people, uh, kind of salesy, okay. kind of like Wolf of Wall Street, but not, you know, okay. mm -hmm. it's like kind of that feel, but not really. We would just really just a lot of people would just go back, smoke cigarettes and eat Snickers and like then come back and just be on the phones, you know, like asking questions. And I even represented a law group at one time, the Frederick Law Group. So I actually had people give me money for debt settlement and stuff. And I didn't really know what I was doing. And the whole thing got shut down. And I think it was a, like a. Uh, hoax or something and i didn't know yeah but you you gained experience you gained that confidence and so therefore you're able to take and and how much money did you make when you sold all those uh shoe decreasers oh shoe decreasers so it was like 20 bucks i sold it for so i, I got them for five and then uh, if you include like all expenses not that much it was only like it was in the hundreds, so it was okay. just like a cool little flip that I yeah, did. Yeah, but you're 16 was... years old. I mean, and you yeah. figured out that you can buy volume. Was... So you you understood the concept of wholesale at that moment. Yeah, just go buy a whole lot of them. Because also in Native culture, we go to powwows. There's a lot of artisans and there's a lot of people who sell things um, at the powwows. Like a whole, everyone has a booth there. You know, mm -hmm. everyone has their own way to tell their story through different art. If you paint, if you draw, if you bead, if you have t-shirts like me, I have statement tees. Mm -hmm. So everyone has their own way of, you know, even food, like Indian tacos, getting like subkwanupki, just uh, our, our native food, just different foods there. And also seeing different tribes that I might not have seen or met before. It's pretty cool. So you got to see that also growing up yeah. as you were growing up. So you saw, so it really then and and this is some this is news to me and this is ignorant again white man not understanding this so that whole entrepreneurial environment is is very ingrained it's deeply even rooted because you know like hunting gathering trading posts you know it's so, always about going to get a resource and bringing it back and using it how you how you best can pretty okay. much okay all right well, it's very cool so that's inspiring okay so you you had some success there um, how do you move forward? Did you sell right up through college? Yeah, I kept on going to college. I finished off selling the shoe decreasers, but then I kind of got distracted, to be honest. Like, girls. You know, yeah, yeah, girls, yeah. parties, all, yeah. going to class. Like, I partied pretty hard my first semester, and I finished with a 3.25. Okay. So then that next semester, I went back, partied harder, and I got a 4.0. Hmm, there's so a I, I was formula like, there, I was, huh? Yeah, I was like, I think I got the school thing figured out. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so the girls and the partying take a toll yeah. on your sales I, business, yeah. though. I joined some organizations, but I always was still selling uh, on eBay a little bit. So okay. I was still selling on eBay a little bit. I was flipping some clothing. Uh, I got onto uh, YouTube when I was in college, and I was like, how to make money online? And I saw this guy named Steve Rankin. He was flipping clothes and blazers and stuff, and I got onto one of their shows, and I they were doing a giveaway, and I I, I won because uh, I guess the name of the brand that his T-shirt was on, and I got a blazer guide for free. 
So then I started reading that. Then I started flipping blazers. I started flipping, uh, flipping other clothes. I still got some blazers right now, actually. Um, and then that's when I was like, okay, well, I want to be able to sell more. Then I started getting into uh, FBA, Amazon FBA. Okay. Well, I was doing, I did online arbitrage. Online arbitrage was my first sale on Amazon FBA. And at the time, I was uh, with my ex-girlfriend, or my girlfriend at the time, now my ex-girlfriend. Uh, pretty much, we, I was, like, telling her about this whole thing. Like, oh, you can flip stuff on Amazon. Look, like, we just need to find stuff, like, on online. You can go online and go to the clearance aisle. So I went to Toys R Us clearance aisle. I guess before Toys R Us closed down, I heard they're closing down or something. Yeah, but, they're gone. Yeah, they're out of business. Yep. Well, before I, uh, before they went out of business, I got a, uh, I hit a lick on them. So they, they sent... They uh, had these four dollar and fifty cent uh, advent calendars. They're like Monster High advent calendars, count down to like Christmas or something like that. Mm-hmm. And you're like, you go get it, and the little the kid pulls it out, and there's like a little like maybe a makeup or a toy or something for a girl. And she's like, oh my, she's like, oh my sister likes Monster High. You should see, you should look at that. So I looked at it, and then I checked it on Amazon, and they were going for like forty. So I bought fifty of them. So I had these big uh, advent calendars shipped to my dorms. And I had like uh, six boxes piled up, and I had the uh, the people, the resident directors, calling me saying, "Kenny, you need to come pick up these boxes." <laughs> they like took over the whole office. So, so everybody got to see that part of you that you are still going to hustle at that moment, right? They're they're looking like, "What is this dude doing?" And boom! And so you were the beauty there is you sent them right into FBA, probably in their existing boxes, right? Yeah, I, I sent them right back in their own boxes. I, I printed out the labels, slapped it on them, boom, put it in the back in the box. Shipped it right back, threw the label on it, you know, shipped it right back, uh, dropped it off. Yeah. And, and then, and boom. And then it was like, dang, this sold real quick. This might be something here with Amazon. And then I started like going and getting textbooks and I was on college campus. So I had people that I knew I would go to their house and I would just scan all their books and be like, all right, I can give you this form. And right. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I was like, dang, this could really be something. I even made a, like a little business flyer that said like books to bucks. Uh, you know, I'll come buy your textbooks. I'll, I'll just slide by your house, see what you got. And I'll give you a price where I can give you. And so that part of it was attractive because you could do it around your schedule, right? You still mm-hmm. didn't interfere too much. You didn't have to deal with the shipping, right? I mean, you send them in to Amazon, of course, but you didn't have to deal with the orders. You didn't. You don't get a lot of customer service questions, right? Yeah. Very few. Very few. Yeah. Not, not like eBay, right? Not like uh, eBay. I just, yeah. I just sold a Magic the Gathering card that I had in uh, like an old stack of stuff for 70-something bucks. And uh, I got to ship it out tomorrow. Like, it, but it's bothering me. Like, this is like, it's kind of giving me anxiety. I'm like, oh, I got to get this together, ship it. You know, I didn't really, I don't really like that that much, but I'll still do it here and there. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, I understand because that, that's not where your mind is right now. This is mm-hmm. that, that doesn't fit the digital nomad life, does it? I mean, uh-huh. to be honest with you, right? That's not location independent. Yes, you could ship that card from anywhere you are. There'll be a post office somewhere, what have you, but it's not the same. It's truly so, not the same. It's supposed to have like minimalist stuff. Like I, when I went to Thailand, I went with one backpack and that's it. And North Face is strapped. I was like, if I can't fit in this backpack, it, it doesn't need to go. How, how different? I mean, now when you tell your family, okay, A, they're proud as heck, college graduate, right? Their yeah. first college Two-time, graduate. Two-time graduate, bachelor's degree and a master's degree. Right. So they're, oh, so now they're saying, you know, our, our son is doing well. He's ready to take the corporate world on. He's going to be somebody. He's going to be somebody. Yeah, right? like finally I'm living the American dream, you know, like American dream, whatever that is supposed to be, you know. You go to high school, you get good grades. I did that. I got a 4.0, you know. They go to college. Go to college, get a degree. Go to college, I got another degree. All right, I go to I go to work corporate. Boom, my first corporate job. I hated it, man. What you it hate was- about it? What you hate about it? I hated it. It was literally in a box. It was like they tried to make it not like had some cool desk and it wasn't so bad. It didn't really wasn't like one of those, you know, you know, in the movies cubicles, but it was like still a cubicle. You know what I'm saying? It's very cubicle in shape. <laughs> is it? Is it? I mean, is it the uh, do you feel enclosed? Is that part of it that you feel, yeah, you feel enclosed? I feel like people's watching my every move, watching my back. Like I can't I don't have my own freedom to like just work in peace, you know? And so that wasn't meant for you. weren't meant that way. You're not going to no, be constrained but, in any way. No, exactly. <laughs> but uh, so what I was doing was I was still like YouTube and how to make money online. I was YouTube and all these like videos. And I ran into this guy named Riley Bennett who made YouTube videos. And he made vlogs and he was traveling. He was doing all this stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. I actually ran into him from Christopher Freelancer. He did an interview on him. 
And then that's how I found him. And then I watched all his videos and I heard that he was doing a pretty much private label, uh, Amazon FBA. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I know a little bit about that. And uh, he, they were out to, living in Thailand. And that's how I about, heard about the digital nomad stuff. And I was like, and I added him on Instagram. We just started chatting back and forth. And I was pretty much, he just pretty much said, come out. And I was like, all right, cool, I'm coming. And that was that. You know, one of the things that, you know, I hear you talking about when you're researching something, you're using YouTube generally. Yeah. Um, is that when you think about the education you got, I don't know what your, your master's degree is in, but when HR. you think, okay, so in HR, when you think about that degree and then you think about kind of the degree you give yourself on YouTube, how different, I mean, if you're into it, you can consume, you can, uh, we call it the rabbit hole of YouTube, right? You start going down that and you can be gone for hours and hours and hours, but you could get an incredible education in whatever you want to do on YouTube. Fair? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rather than going to school and spending a fortune for a master's degree. And I, and I think about okay. that with what you're describing, what you do. And we're going to get to Merch by Amazon in a second. But that that education you got from Steve Rakin, and then you got from the next gentleman, and now now these others to find out about Digital Nomad, that education mm. cost you nothing but time. Correct? Yeah, exactly. Time. All right, so let's now talk about time and attention, and attention, yeah, and, attention and action. I mean, the the missing yeah. piece for most people is they watch the thing and they never take action with it, right? So exactly going That's to Thailand, <laughs> right? Going to Thailand, you're taking action. Yeah, exactly. How's that conversation go with your parents? Well, I mean, I just tell them I have to do it; it's my destiny, and they said okay. Wait, so so did your dad get it? I mean, when you think about him, yeah, they got did it. he did, like he knew he just sees it like my boy. Yeah, he's got the abilities and this and that, but it's in him. Yeah, they it's different to them. But, you know, my mom's all into it. I'm trying to get her on the uh, merch right now. She's waiting for her approval. So. So she sees that opportunity, too. but it's different for them just because it's different, right? Because back then it was the only way you could do it is get in your truck and drive and go and yeah, play the, they didn't you have know. The, like internet as heavy as we do, right? And so now, but you're doing the same thing. You just don't have to drive for it. Okay, so you go to Thailand for digital mm -hmm. map. I guess we should mention that that you're in Chiang Mai, Thailand, and mm -hmm. you're there for what? What are you going to learn there? there? I'm there for the Digital Nomad Summit. I'm there to meet uh, Riley, who was there. I also was there to meet this guy, other guy named Tex. He, uh, I knew him already. I had met him in Austin, actually. So I knew one person going. And we had went to a meetup called the Green Room Meetup in Austin. And uh, that was like a few years ago. And he said he was going to Thailand because he was doing FBA. And he had his business all online. And he could just do it like that. And I was like, OK, cool. I was like, well, I'm going to Thailand, too. I'll see you there. He's like, all right, cool. And then I hit him up like a week before I'm there. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Thailand. He's like, all right, cool. And then I don't see him the whole summit first day. And that night, we go to the party on top of Maya Mall where you can see the mountains and there's bars there. It's really dope. Uh, and he, I walk up to him and I say, oh, hey, what's up, man? He's like, oh, shoot, you're here. I'm like, yeah, I made it. <laughs> That's crazy. Think about it. All the way around the world and yeah. uh, to see like-minded. When you think about where you fit in, was that is that is that your crowd? I mean, when you when you see that crowd, when yes. you because you just spoke at the newest when, one, and we'll talk about that. When you go to the summits and the, like the meetups, and it don't even have to be national or like a whole conference. It can just be if you just meet another person that's like minded. But whenever you're with the whole team of people that are like like minded, like and focused on one energy, like it just it just fills well, what, your body. What's that energy? What is the that energy? energy? Is just like. You just want to show love to everybody because the opportunity, there's so much love, like the abundance mindset. There's so much love out here. There's so much ways to make money. There's so much ways to make money on your own time that we can all share and be, you know, everyone finds their own tribe of people they connect with and the people that are like in the same business as them or, you know, other people. And it's just like you make so many connections that you have like – it's kind of like a coworker that is a nomad. You're not necessarily like working by them where you're at, but you can video chat them. You can uh, chat it up. I had one girl, uh, Marie, shout out to Marie. She uh, helped me out with some Photoshop. She was like a Photoshop girl that lives in uh, New York City and does some stuff. And she got on there with me for like for 40 minutes, an hour. For, for Like she didn't even charge me. She just showed me love because we met at that conference. It's all about networking. It's all about collaborations. And it's all about showing love and sharing what you know with other people. That love 
do you think it comes from gratefulness? Because I've heard you say that a little bit, that, you know, this opportunity and there's so many ways to make money in this and that. You got to be grateful for that, right? Yes, I was so grateful because when I was between jobs, when I when that corporate job and I split ways, let's say, uh, <laughs> they gave me a severance package. You agreed. <laughs> you both agreed that it's time you move on. We get it. Yeah, yeah that's all right. <clears throat> but I did it strategically to where you know also had merch by Amazon that pretty much was the foundation of my money coming in to pay all my bills and feed my family and do whatever I needed to do. Okay, so so. Um, I think that that love phrase um, where you get a bunch of like-minded people that are helping each other because they want to see you be successful. And that goes against everything that you were taught. It's get ahead, got to get ahead, you got to get ahead, you got to do better than the guy next to you, you got to do that. No, you don't have to. He can be just as successful. Matter of fact, he might be more successful than you. And if that's his thing, that's awesome. What you want is your success that's relative to you, right? What you're looking for. I think that that is such another big difference in today's society versus what your parents grew up with, which which is my age. (laughs) Your parents Mm -hmm. are probably my age. And so it's it's very... It's a very different world, and what I'm, what's cool to me, and that's why I, I, I want to do this interview, is that you figured this out at a young age, and, and you appreciate it. I guess that's it. It's not like you're taking it for granted. You're putting the effort in. You're doing the work. That, that's grateful, and to me, that's a very, very cool place to be. As a dad looking down at his son, I'd be like, all right, that guy gets it. I appreciate that you get it so much. It means a lot. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, Merch by Amazon, when did you start, and uh, do you think you have a skill set? I mean, Well, let's talk about which skill set in Merch do you have, because some people are great listers, some people are artists, and they know how to do all that stuff. Some people are know how to hire well and outsource, and they have deep pockets. What are you? I say I'm a type of... Uh, a mix of a little bit all all I I feel like I'm more of like I, I can see something and if I think it looks good I can recreate it my own way and I can do that with the app on my phone and I just do like a lot of basic text you know basic white text on black shirt is like my forte and uh, other than that I'll just outsource like my little brother he's an illustrator I just moved him out here to Dallas he started his first day of college two weeks ago as a graphic designer I got him an internship where I work currently for a nonprofit uh that that effect that pretty much uh pretty much help out native americans in dfw or anywhere really in texas um you know with different healthcare and different scholarships and things for students internships and stuff like that so so for you 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 say you put your own twist on it i you know people can hear in your voice you've got a little bit of an artist in you right a music artist i can hear it right a little bit of it right is that yeah, maybe. is that yeah, a yeah, yeah. Tw- is that a twist that you put on? Is that a is that an advantage you have because I, you do that? I think that is part of uh, just culture growing up of like hip hop, recognizing hip hop. Like hip hop is pretty much a big, super huge trend. It's like it's like the biggest trend out there probably right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ever been ever. It's always been. And I just like to follow trends of hip hop and things like that and things in my world and things that I like, you know. And, and then you spin it though on merch exactly Hmm. that's a pro tip right there so So if you're into something spin it don't try to fake it but yeah 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 i have i have sourced outsourced like my first shirts that i designed uh i didn't design them technically on the computer and click the buttons but i had the vision i said hey this is my vision can you do this to hustler hacks glenn with hustler hacks shout out to him he's awesome with the merch minds like those are the like I met them like a long time ago at one of the meetups and we went out and we played foosball. We got drinks. We kicked it. We were boys talking, you know, talking like, you know, how we're doing this, talking games, talking, you know, business, talking, you know, all this stuff. And that was a really dope time. So shout out to them. I think uh, I think that that is one of the best things that I've heard is you take your spin, the stuff that you're into, and you apply it to that business. Because if, if you're into country music, right, let's just take another example, and you then take that exactly. approach to your merch, and then that passion shows, and do it different with your yeah. spin. And I just think that that's what makes it unique. Otherwise, you know, every shirt's going to look exactly the same. So I think it's very cool. Now, you built that into a significant piece of this digital nomad life that you're building, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. is it a foundation? I'm, I'm building it. Yeah, is it, is it the way you're looking at it? Is it a foundation? Is that how you look at it? Yeah, so like I feel like merch is 
a door. It's like another tool, another resource, just like eBay was, just like Amazon FBA was. I don't think this is the end all be all. I think this is like what's opening the door for me to like move around and connect and and build a business. I don't think this is the end. I don't know what the end is, but I'm excited. Yeah, it well, you can hear it in your voice, but it gives you like you said, an opening. And each one of these things, build that experience you learned on eBay helped you get on Amazon. That Amazon exactly. experience helps you sell merch by Amazon, right? And yeah, so all exactly. those things build on each other. Um, the other thing it's done is it's giving you access to these impressive people. So now let's talk about digital nomads. So some people are saying, yeah. what do you keep using this phrase, digital, digital nomad? nomad. Yeah, What's what digital that? nomad What's mean to you? Yeah, what does that mean to you? Because I think it could be different for everybody. Yeah, so, you know, a digital nomad, uh, pretty much of what I've, I've experienced of meeting different uh, different digital nomads and different people who call themselves that or don't really call themselves that, you know, just, you know, talking about what they do uh, is someone that's like a location independent person. Like you don't have to be in one place uh, at all times. You can move around. Uh, you can hop different cities. You can be living in a whole other country. You know, you could do whatever your style is. Like if you want to go six months here and six months back in the U.S., you know, whatever you want to do. If you're like nomadic, if you if you're on that mindset where you're not tied down to a place that you can move around and you can also make money and, you know, you don't have to actually just make money online. You could go travel, do do a gig, do something, you know, and uh, make money that way. You don't have to necessarily make money online to be a digital nomad. But that's what a lot of people are doing because it's, you know, so freeing. It's like that freedom of of just being able to go where you want, whenever you want to, and also connect with other people that are just like you. Yeah, I think it takes away uh, a lot of the negative to the heavy travel mm -hmm. because, you know, what's cool about your merch shirts, for example, when they sell, they sell. You're not involved in any more than that, right? You don't have to worry about packing them up and shipping them in, right? Exactly. But if you're a if you're an artist, uh, a comedian, and you're traveling, you've got to get to the show by eight o'clock, right? You got to be there, and you got to make sure the tickets are sold, and then you got to stay. You know, you know what I mean? That's restrictive. What you're describing, the digital version, I think, takes away even more restrictions from a lot of those independent because you're right because it it could be uh somebody who owns um owns a business but has a manager running their business mm -hmm. right that they could be a digital i mean they could be a nomad excuse me they could yeah. be they could live in another country but the responsibility is different stuff like that and communicate with your team you know working you know that's still digital pretty much yeah, it's like email it, it, it's it's a fascinating way of life. When you look at the age of the people going to the digital nomad, how how uh, how gray is the audience? Well, I'm I'm trying to inspire people to go with me this January uh, 2019, January 15th. We're headed out. We're gonna land on the 17th. We're gonna have one day to vibe and just collect our thoughts with the city, and then boom, we're going to the mixer the next day. So. Uh, Where's yeah. this one at? Where's this one going to be? This one's in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It's oh, it's back in Thailand this yeah, time because it was just in Vegas, and we're going to talk about that in a second. So, yeah. but I was asking this question: was how gray was the audience? Meaning how 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 old? How old, how old, how old was the audience? Yeah. At, at the, oh, how gray! I thought you meant gray now because I'm an old man, got with gray hair. Uh, just... There's a good amount. There's a ton really, of, yeah. It's awesome when you roll out with Digital Nomad Group. You know. When you're rolling up to the club, you might have like a, a grandpa, 60 year old, making like 30 k, you know, drop shipping on eBay, and you might have like a, like a girl that's like a mom, or you might have you know some other chicks, or you might have your homeboy like this little uh, like my homeboy uh, RJ, he's Filipino. Like we all look so different, we come in shapes and sizes, but one thing that's so great about us is our mindsets are the same. You know that 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 60 year old grandfather making 30 Gs, uh, drop shipping on eBay. Because of the lifestyle that they live, right? Because typically when you have this digital nomad lifestyle, it's a more modest lifestyle. As you described it, most everything you had was on your back, right? Yeah. And that's not that unusual, right? Isn't that one of the other things that's very freeing about this lifestyle is you really don't have a lot of bills when you're that location independent, right? You, you have wherever you're living, that cost for that mm -hmm. night, right? And your meals, but you don't carry a lot of other – most people don't have cars, right? They don't have car insurance, therefore, and blah, 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 right? That other piece of it, you can live on a lot less, correct? Mm-hmm. You can move around. You can get mopeds. You can do – in Chiang Mai, you can do a dollar U.S., and it'll take you almost anywhere in the city. <laughs> like, <laughs> you're good. I, when when uh, Now, do you have kids yet? Yeah, I have a son. He's four. 
He's, he's about to be five uh, on the twentieth of October. So, so how is that going to work? Wanting to be a digital nomad now. Looking back at your experience mm-hmm. being a a nomad with your dad, all right, mm-hmm. traveling, how different is it for you with a four year old to do? I that? think that right now he couldn't come, but I, I'm putting that into his mindset of you know those type of things. He's already in love with YouTube. He he, he watches uh toy reviews in different languages and stuff. Like, uh, he, I, I was like, you understand what they're saying? Is there like these Russian people like playing with the newest toys and uh, stuff like that? Uh, and he was like, yeah, I understand. They're just playing. I'm like, okay, cool. So he's already in that. He's a dreamer, kind of like me. My mom says he's a dreamer. I was, I'm a big daydreamer. Like, I'll just zone out and just dream and think about something, and <laughs> and just zone out and just be like, oh well, you know, I'm back to reality. You know, I was reading on the Digital Nomad site um, what it's about. Um, it's for those who want to div- live a different life, far f- away from the rat race and the nine to exactly. five at a cubicle office for people who want to live free and take charge of their own lives. So when you're at that event, do you really feel free? I mean, is it like yeah. somebody is somebody looking at the clock? Hey, we got to get started. Hey, we got to get to here. We got to make this, you know, or is it like, a, is that, is it really a chill level even for the event? I mean, for the main event, I would say, you know, it's, it's you know it's on clockwork. Johnny got that down. He always recruits a good team. They have like camera guys. They got you know they got uh, different tables and booths. They have you know runners. They got people who are you know guiding the show. They got you know it's it's a pretty good production I would say. And I think on the workshop days, you know, the workshop days are a little bit more relaxed. You know, the, the speakers are pretty much just running their own workshop. You can do different activities. You can, you know, do it's my style. I just showed pretty much how someone how to actually make a, a shirt and I uploaded it and I made pretty much a nomad shirt. And then I said, if y'all want to go buy it, I'm uh, uploading it at cost right now. I'm only making nine cents. Go buy it. And then a, a few people bought it. And so I'm actually going to actually kind of brand that shirt and put it out to different people that are also nomadic that I know that that are in Dallas. There's other people in Dallas that are nomadic, uh, that live an entrepreneur lifestyle that, that are pretty much, they don't even know what they are, but they're digital nomads. How, how different was it for you to be asked to speak as opposed to being an attendee? I mean, that had to be a big well, deal for you. Yeah. So pretty much I applied to speak. You have to apply. They go through this application process. Like they have it, they have it down to the whole nine yards and it's really good. It's really but good. But you didn't think you were going to get accepted, did you? Uh, no, I knew I was going to get accepted. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. There's, there's a confidence about you. I like it. I was like, I just went, I met, I met Johnny there. I didn't know for sure. Cause I didn't really have a relationship with Johnny, but it, I was like, I had, I had already put my mind to it, already locked it in. And I was like, I'm getting into this show. And if I'm not getting into the show, I'm still going to the summit. You know what I'm now, saying? You believe in that stuff, correct? Yes. If you I put your it. mind in those places. Where does that come from? I think it just comes from, I don't know, just trying to stay positive. Out of a uh, out of negative situations, dreaming, being a daydreamer. Like I said, I'm a daydreamer. I like to dream of like big things. So, so that negativity though, how do you how do you get past it? Because uh, it happens in everybody, right? I mean, yeah, think about it, right? Everybody say, happens. I would say find people that are like you and group up and uh, and just bounce like have a support system. Whenever you're a nomad, that's the great thing about being a nomad. Uh, sometimes you you are uh, lonely. Like there's this, they had a whole presentation about one person, you know, about it. I'm not a complete nomad yet. I'm still working for a nonprofit and I'm working my way. You know, everyone's on their own spectrum of being a digital nomad and I'm working my way and sharing my journey and going and I'm still going. When, what do you think you're going to have to give up to be a digital nomad? Is that, I mean, and does it frighten you? I have, I would have to give up. So right now I'm working for a nonprofit for Native Americans and, Right now, I feel like I'm kind of just having to put in my work, put in, like, earn my stripes, you know, pay my dues to my people, to my culture, help out my people, use the skills that I got in college. You know, I might as well use them for good, you know, uh, use that skills. I did collect a lot of corp- uh, skills from that corporate job that I had, and I have a whole story for that, uh, of how my side hustle turned into my main hustle that, for, for that. And uh, that corporate job gave me the skill set that I have now to, for this nonprofit. So I took what I learned in the corporate world. And in college, and I brought it back to my community. And I feel like I'm kind of earning my stripes. My brother had an internship this summer. They got my sister and my brother a scholarship, you know. So it's a big deal. I mean, this is, you know, this this effort that you put in in your college now is changing your family, right? Exactly. I mean, I mean, a family of nine, luckily one gets to go to college. Not, not sounds like a couple. Yeah, I mean, it's, three, it's three of us right now. Three right now. I mean, yep. that's a big deal. I mean, it, it, 
everybody listening is going to feel good about that. Okay, so so you are building out this life. You you have this job um, that's related to what you did. You're building out a side hustle. You're building out your merch business. You're do, uh-huh. still doing a little bit of flipping on the side, right? Well, I'm still doing um, Amazon FBA a little bit, a little bit, not too much. You're getting ready to start a podcast, which I'm going to hold yep. you to. You're going yep. to start this podcast, yep. right? Um, yep. And your goal being to do what? I mean, because I was thinking about, you know, one of the questions I asked is that mm-hmm. this is this an opportunity um, because of white man understanding? So we qualified it. And again, I did ask uh, CJ if I can ask this with uh, trying to be uh, mindful and respectful. But, you know, one of the things that I've always been told is that it's very difficult for jobs um, in um, on reservations, you know, and maybe it's more rural reservations than not, but it's, it's a challenge. Is this opportunity, uh, because it does sound very entrepreneurial, to teach this internet, to give them access to this internet world? Um, is this an opportunity um, that exists? And this is, an op- is this an opportunity for you to touch that community? To touch uh, the native community, pretty much, yeah. uh, back on reservations and people who well, are not necessarily. Learning. You don't have to do it on the reservations, but to touch and to expose that this opportunity exists, and there, but the uh, I always say there, but in education goes some of the best people in the world. They just don't have access to this stuff. Oh yeah, I just, like I tell pretty much everyone that I know about merch by Amazon. I have a Facebook group with my homeboy RJ. We collabed on that. He already had it, and we kind of teamed up on it now. And we have a whole group of people in there helping out each other. You know, there's a whole community on Instagram. Uh, shout out to RJ Martinez uh, and Merch Elephant. They're they're real cool on Instagram. They always show a lot of love. And so, so you're getting a way to touch back into that community by doing it this way. All right, that's very cool. That's what I was hoping that yeah, would happen. Yeah, I tell I tell every single person. Uh, I got my sister and my brother applying for to be approved. My brother's an illustrator. He's already working on stuff. My caricature on my Instagram. He drew that. He's a dope illustrator. Like he's he's learning InDesign right now, but. Uh, for like with the pen tool or a real pencil or like mechanical pencil, whatever you have, he's sick. Yeah, well, I, your your image on Instagram is phenomenal. I mean, it yeah. really is good. I mean, it's it looks like a uh, um, a comic book. I mean, it's that level of quality. I mean, it's really oh, yeah. good. Yeah, he um, is raw. He's raw with it. Okay, so I think we understand where you're going, which is eventually to be completely free. And yeah, that doesn't and mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say that doesn't mean that you might leave your area, right? But mm-hmm. just not having any shackles at all sounds very attractive to you. Yeah, I might stay. You know, I might go for a little while, come back. You know, I might just go travel. Uh, I might just go to Oklahoma for a little while. I might just, uh, you know, go to Florida, go back to the reservation. I haven't been back there since I was like a kid. I want to see what that's like. You know, maybe I'll go to Thailand. Maybe I'll go wherever. Like when you go to the digital nomad subs and stuff, you meet so many people. And there's other nomads going to other places. Like one girl's like, oh, it's my birthday next week and I'm going to Cabo. Who wants to go? And then everyone's like, uh, there's like a couple guys like, oh, I'll go with you. And then they bought their flight. And I was like, man, that's what I'm working towards. That's what I want to wow. do. Just imagine that. Everybody's sitting there saying, wait a second. You're sitting in Thailand and somebody's like, hey, let's go to Cabo, everybody. And it was like, okay, sure. <laughs> oh, that was when I was in Vegas. But yeah, oh, in, Vegas, Thailand but yeah. Too, in Thailand too, everyone was like, oh, let's go to Bangkok or let's go to the islands or, you know, where are you going next? Let's go to Hong Kong. You know, it was only a three-hour flight. You know, there's there's tons of things you can do. This freedom is real. When 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 you think about freedom, what is it to you? Is it is it money? Is it location? Is it time? What is it for you? I feel like it's a balance of having enough money to be able to pay uh, for things that you need and uh, people you want to take care of to a good amount and uh, also giving back to your community some way if it's through a scholarship if it's through something um, you know I want to be have enough money to give back to the community and build 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 up on this you know hmm. and, and give back to different you know I want to have a scholarship for someone that went to my high school that's Native American you know things like that so you can change their life too, the way yeah. yours has been I changed. I wonder how enough money. I'll, like when I was growing up in high school, you know, I always was hustling and stuff, and I always just wanted money, money, money. I was always just like, you know, I want the money because I want to be able to take care of my people, pretty much. And you know, it always wasn't just about me getting nice things. It was about making sure everyone else was good. Hmm. So when I think about uh, next steps for you. So let's let's get this commitment from you. You're gonna launch this podcast soon, right? When launch this podcast soon. I don't have a date yet, but it's dude. Dropping. I want to hear you by the end of October. 
Oh, yeah, I should definitely be launched. All anyway. right. So I'm going to hold you up to that. I'm going to go back and check. I'm going right. to personally check on you to make sure that you do this because it's an important piece of getting your story out, right? That's part of what you want yeah. to do. Yeah, right. that's and what so I want you've got to you got to follow through on that. Okay, and you definitely plan on going to the next Digital Nomad Summit. Yes, I'm going January fifteenth through. I'm trying to. I'm getting off for four weeks. Is what is my goal is. So four weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so your goal. <laughs> most of the people that I'm recruiting to go with me to like have a you know a pack you know a whole pack of people or pretty much you know a whole group like a you know a tribe. Uh, they're gonna go for about a week for some from the like fifteenth. They'll head out from wherever their homes are. I'm heading out from Dallas on the 15th. Uh, we'll land there like the 17th, um, and we'll have that day to chill. And then the 18th is the mixer, and uh, you go out that night. And then Saturday is the big conference day, like the summit day, uh, with all the guest speakers. That's where most of the people are. You know, have you have a lunch. There's like three levels of food. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. The summit is just so much energy. You're just walking around high-fiving everybody. You just feel it. Because everybody's grateful that they have this opportunity. How much money does it cost for somebody? So when they're sitting here listening and they're saying, hmm, you got A, you got to see it as an investment. CJ would tell you, right, I'm going to put words in your mouth, but this has been one of the biggest investments life, that yes, you've made and, and it's changed and your it life. Was fun. It wasn't just an investment. It was like a, a vacation investment. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. It reset you. Yeah, it really did. So how much does it cost for somebody to go? So I think the flight, my flight was 1100 If you buy it early, you can probably get it to 900 or something. But I met this guy who's like a master with credit cards and American Airlines cards and stuff where he can get flights super cheap. So I'm trying to learn that craft, you know. But there's people – when you go to summits, there's ways to do things that you never was like heard of. I was like, really? Okay, well, I'll check it out, you know. But he it's, it's real. He, do, he does that. He gets cheap flights by doing stuff like that. But – in reality, if you just want to buy it yourself, it'll probably be around a thousand bucks. Okay, and then uh, the event itself—how much is the summit? Do you remember? The summit, I think, was a hundred dollars or two hundred dollars. <laughs> okay, so it's dirt cheap, and yeah. when you're yeah, he, there, it's very low, so it's like you don't, it's, we don't want that to be a barrier. You don't want that to be a barrier to you to come. You know, the ticket's like a lot. Okay, and so the uh, but housing and meals in Thailand is pretty inexpensive, correct? Yeah, it's, the housing is super cheap. You can get like, if you go for longer, you can get like an, a one bedroom apartment, you know, for like not too much, like maybe two fifty, three hundred, maybe even cheaper. I, I know one of my homeboys is living at the, uh, one of these like hotel hostels things. Like it's a, it's kind of like a hotel, but the, you know. They come and clean your room, like, but you don't share it. Like it's your own room, you know, one bedroom, one right. bath. And your two fifty is a month or a week? Yeah, uh, a month. But if you a go month. for my week, my week was one eighty seven, because I was only there for a week. If if you don't if you don't like do it, but I went, I bought mine straight off Airbnb. I went the new route. Like I didn't okay. know my first time. There's like if you get to these groups and you ask people and you make connections. Like I know a guy named Max Fraw. He's a local out there. His wife is Thai, and. Um, he pretty much, you know, he has a lot of connections. He hooked me up with the elephant walk. You know, he did his thing with, you know, a lot of things, a bus, everything. And so that's the trick is you got to find your way in. Okay, so so that event is in January. If you have any interest, um, we're going to have uh, CJ's contact um, for this. So yeah. y you spoke at the last one. Did that change you in any way? I mean, A, you probably walk a little taller, right? A little more confident, right? Because you now have some recognition. People know you, right? You're, you you uh, stand out a little bit. Does that change you now going forward? I mean, Because yeah. you, kind of, you kind of established yourself. You kind of said, hey, this is me now. I'm that guy. You got to follow through with that, right? Exactly. I got to keep it going. I got to keep the uh, the energy up. And what I'm doing is I'm just being trying to be active in my Facebook group, keep people around me that are doing the same thing as me, keep uh, engaging with people on Instagram, like uh, all the homies that are on Instagram, uh, and just keep keep that alive. And also like talk with my brother, do like some artistic things, say, hey, design this this way, like keep the dream going, even though like I'm not in the vicinity, I'm back at my nonprofit position where I work at right now. Uh, and it's still pretty, you know, it's, it's good. It's, I like that job, but you know, I still want to be, you know, completely free, you know? Yeah. But you're building, a, I always describe it this way. It's like a master plan. You build this garden, right? Your plan is to build the garden. Well, you can't put it all in one year. So you got to, you know, put segments in and every time you add something, it's always working towards that master plan. And that sounds like what you're doing. Oh, that's a beautiful analogy. Cause, uh, that's crazy because we actually have a garden where I work at our nonprofit. It's a community garden. So there you go. See, now think about that, right? It's Ooh. planned. Ooh, 
We got little chills coming up my spine. What it's okay, very cool to me too. Uh, no, what's very cool to me too is that uh, you didn't fail at eBay. You didn't fail at FBA. You uh, didn't jump into private label and fail. You uh, you're having success with um, merch because you've weaved and bobbed and found something that makes sense for you. Exactly. And I hope other people hear that and sit back and say, but wait, you know, Steve Rakin says I need to sell. And I love Steve, Steve and I are friends. I, I, you got to sell blazers. And it's like, well, no, <laughs> you don't have to sell blazers, yeah. Steve, right? Steve knows that. that. Blazer boy. <laughs> yes. But it's true though. All right. I mean, you don't have to do all these things because the shiny object syndrome is real. Everything, everybody puts, it makes oh, it look attractive. Exactly I wouldn't taste everything to be honest. Well, and, and, but it, it makes, they make it look attractive and it looks like, oh yeah, that's the answer. That's the answer. Well, that's not the answer for you, perhaps. Yeah. So figure it out, the right one for you. Like for example, and you today it's not for me. Like I cannot keep up with, you know, orders unless I have someone, you know, working for me. Like I don't like that one-off shipping. I realize that's not for me, but I appreciate the skills that I learned from that platform and I still use it today. Well, I have, I have an amazing interview coming out with Prince Patel. By the time this comes out, it'll be out already. Oh, million, yeah, I, any, I know that, dude. Uh, yeah, he sells a million dollars a year on eBay. Yeah. I'm on eBay. Very yeah. few SKUs, but he's an outlier, and he's legit, and that's his lane right now, right? And so, But that's him. And so that's cool. And yours is merch right now for what you're doing. And it's filling in that gap and you're working towards something. I think it's very, very cool. All right. So let's do this. Before I ask my final question, I want to make sure people, if they want to, if this is interesting to you, and I hope it's interesting to a whole bunch of people that are single, that uh, don't have a lot of responsibility, and they're like, man, I would love to see the world. Well, CJ will tell you that there is a way to do this, and now is the time to do it. Um, go to the Digital Nomad Summit. I don't benefit in any other way other than seeing you have success, so please consider yes, this. Come, come to the Digital Nomad Summit. Go to the top of the mountain. Get blessed by a Buddhist monk and receive your wristband and go back and flourish. And your life changed, right? Yeah, it my will life change your life. It will change your life. If you come out to Chiang Mai, Thailand, January for the Digital Nomad Summit, any of those, just come for the summit if you can't come for long because that's where all, it's going to be like 500 and something digital nomad or entrepreneurs on different spectrums. You know, Some people might just, just be, what is this? You know, I'm interested. I want to learn how to make money online. Or some people might be making 30K a month. Or some people might be just balling. You know, People are all in their own spectrums, but everyone respects that journey. You know? And, yeah, and and there's no judgment about no. The, the person who's doing small because everybody no. started somewhere. And I, yeah, again, exactly. that's what's so attractive. Again, that's where that love is, right? That gratefulness. Imagine being around. All right, let's pause for a second because I'm getting the chills thinking about this. Imagine, right? Think of all the stress that we're all under, and imagine being around a group of people who are so grateful for the opportunity and the the chances that they've been given and they took advantage of that they're all giving out love. Yep. They're all high-fiving each other. They're all, and not like in a um, Amway kind of way. I don't mean to be negative to Amway. I'm sure there's a place for that. But, uh, but, but get what I mean. This isn't fake and phony. This is cool. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> cult. it's not cultish. It's just, it's the cool part of, a, a, oh, you called it a tribe. That's your phrase. Yeah. Right? That's back to you uh, being a tribal yeah, kind and also the nomads, everyone, you know, the nomads, are tri every, people throw tribe around. That's cool. Like, everyone is their own tribe, you know. So, like, everyone finds their tribe of people who are into the same thing they're in or people who are doing something they need to learn about, like ads or something or ad funnels and all this and that. Like, you just mix and mingle with people that can help you out pretty much. I love to be around a whole group of people that just want to give love. Oh, and grateful. Oh, imagine if everybody yeah, in your world was grateful. in Thailand going to uh, Thai, eating Thai food, just going out, hanging out, maybe having a drink, going out, just talking business, having fun. You know, it's like, a, it's so like, you could be talking business in the club or you could just be feeding elephants in the waterfalls or you could be going up to the mountaintop and just talking business, talking about Bitcoin and stuff. You know, it's just crazy. It's like, it's like on, it's not like on and off. It's like an ongoing freedom where you can do business and what you want at the same time. No, oh, it's very sexy. Again, that's yes. why I'm calling CJ sexy because I think it's very, very cool. All right. So if somebody wants to find out more about you, wants to uh, get in touch with you, follow up, please, I hope you follow up on this. If this has any spark in your life, if you're losing 
life in your soul and you're saying, I need a recharge, this might be the thing. Please consider it. Um, what's the best way to get in touch with you about this? The best way to hit me up is on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram at Chief Stacks His Doe. Stacks His Doe, D-O-E, um, as a deer, female deer. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, I have all my information. I have all my links there. I have my link to my website, you know, my different interviews. Uh, uh, there's a Merch by Amazon guide. I'm collabing with this other guy. We're going to revitalize it and push out a new one. Uh, you know, there's a video. There's all types of other other resources there. Um, okay. So and that's where they could also talk to you about this event, too, yeah, correct? Yeah, and also talk to me. Hit me up in the uh, slide of my DMs. Uh, just do the Thailand the Thailand flag, and I'll know what's up, and I'll, and I'll shout you out and say what's up and talk to you. and. Yeah, it up. does help again if you go and you know somebody. That's very powerful. That really takes oh, away yeah. a lot of the nervousness. I, I was at the summit and people came up to me. They're like, "I was really on the fence, CJ, but you made me want to go." And they bought their ticket that day and showed me. I was like, okay. "Wow!" I was like, "All right, Dude. I'll see you." I said, "I'll now see you." Now think about that. Think about whose life did you change? You never know who's listening, right? That's one of the things that you got to think about. You never know who's listening, and you might have changed somebody's life. Yeah, I mean, shout out to That's powerful. Ian, shout out to Riley, shout out to Johnny FD, shout out to uh Glenn with Hustler Hack, shout out to Young, all those people, RJ Martinez, RJ Mack, like if I forget anybody, you know, the green room people, all those people were like very important to my success and it's crazy because it was like through Facebook groups and YouTube and Instagram that I built these co-workers or like these peers or these mentors this tribe yeah this whole just you know movement everyone was vital in my success to learn this learn that learn this learn that oh and everyone was always helpful when i went to meetups just starting with those meetups back in austin so and uh, now you get a chance to give it back to me yeah that's somebody who gets it right that's somebody who doesn't forget that he was given that chance. I love it. Okay. All right. So so the goal of this podcast is to help people who get stuck, right? Because I think a lot of people, you know, they're, they're selling on eBay or they're selling on Amazon or they're doing private label or they're doing wholesale or they're selling Etsy or they're writing a blog or they haven't started their podcast, CJ. And so they get stuck. Life happens, right? Mm -hmm. Let's have some of your best advice on how to get past the point of stuck. I would say find someone with your mindset and cling to them. Call them, put them, make them one of your best friends. For example, when I went to the summit, I met this dude named RJ Mack. Uh, he's a Filipino guy. He's already doing merch. He's running a Shopify store for another company. Like he's already working remotely. He's already doing what his thing. Uh, and me and him are kind of on the same level. And we kind of are stuck at this little, like we're stuck at this level to where we're comfortable, but you know we're almost, you know we could, we're not great, but. You know, we could make more money. We could do other things. We could change it up, spice it up, you know. And we were both, like, we agree. Like, we met for a reason. It was crazy how we met because I was going down uh, to go to the workshops. It was the workshops on Sunday at 11. And uh, it was, like, 10-something, 10 10.05. And I go to, go to the elevator, and boom, there he is. And I'm like, hey, what's up, man? I was like, I was like where are you going? He's like, I'm going to the champagne brunch real quick. I was like, oh, cool. I'll go. I'll have, like, one little champagne. I'll get some brunch, you know. So we start talking. And uh, then I'm like, okay, well, I think I'm going uh, up. I don't know what position I'm in. I think I might be second or third. I might be number one. I don't know. And then he's like, yeah, you're number one. I was like, okay, cool. So it was like 10:45. He's like, he's like, so how are you gonna like, you know, perform or do your workshop? I was like, I was gonna log in, show them how to do it, show them the dashboards, actually show them how to create a shirt on their phone, throw an app called Over, and then pretty much we just. He said, well, do you want me to show them about Merchant Former and stuff like that? I was like, yeah, I don't really know nothing about that, but if that's your style. We can just tag team this and get it done right. And that vibe that me and him had, we just like put together a workshop just like that pretty much. I had a good idea what I wanted to do, but our vibe made a connection and pretty much on our same level, we teamed up and we're like, uh, his home base is actually in Dallas. His mom and dad live in Dallas. It's crazy. So uh, It's meant to be. Dude, yeah. what you're describing, it's meant to be. Exactly. It's meant to be. So shout out to RJ Matt too. Uh, so so that's the advice then and is to find and you have to put yourself out there right you yeah. have to be uncomfortable go to meetup.com to, go to google go go to yelp go go do google some groups or something that are doing stuff there's a group in dallas called think tank that meet on tuesdays uh that's a dope ass group of entrepreneurs and djs and graphic designers and and they exist today. I was at a meetup this morning, believe it or not, in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. If you're interested in that, let me know. Message me. And it was it blew me away. The level, the people, the the coolness, uh, and the as you say, the kindred spirits, the the like mindedness yes. was phenomenal. Phenomenal. 
Yeah. Okay. Very and, cool. And it's amazing because I get to show my brother and sister this lifestyle of like not having to be some somewhere. My brother's an illustrator. Like, yeah, I'm like, bro, you're only 18. You can do this. Like, you could be a king by the time you're 27. It's incredible. I mean, just think about that. You're exposed. Oh. I get the tingles. Okay. Dude, I, uh, I'm i very excited about this. I will have all the links for uh, Instagram. And again, I hope somebody who's interested in this, somebody who wants to consider this lifestyle, if this is attractive to you, and it could be a great, you know, they used to, back in the old, old days, you know, they used to go backpacking across Europe, right? That was the, when exactly. the, you know, That's before they went. That's what it is, pretty much. Yeah, it's the new way of backpacking around the world, but you're not limited to Europe. You can go anywhere, and I think the Digital Nomad Summit sounds so cool. Um, I think it's such a cool opportunity. So again, I'll have uh, I'll have CJ's links to Instagram. Go look at his picture that his brother did, which is pretty cool. Give him comments on that. But then you know, find out some more information if there's any interest in this, dude. I really appreciate you taking the time because, again, I applaud. I just applaud that you get it that you realize that there's a lot more to life and you can touch a lot more lives by doing what you're doing. And I just think the world's better for it. So thank you so much. I wish you nothing but success. All right. I appreciate it. How cool. 27 years old. As a dad, you're all sitting there like, all right, that's cool. I want my kid at 27 to have that confidence in his life, the ability to be responsible and know that he's working towards something. He's not ready to do it yet. He's not jumping off without a plan. And to me, that's what makes uh, CJ so special is uh, he is figuring it out. He has figured out a bunch of things. He's figured out stuff he doesn't like, right? I like that. He's figured out things that he's good at, but he doesn't like, eh, not my thing. And then he's figured out things that he's really good at and he likes. And he's like, I can do more of this. And so I'm going to build on it. And patience, right? He's building it out knowing that he's going somewhere. Again, he knows where he's going. And I just think that that's so cool. EcommerceMomentum.com, EcommerceMomentum.com. Thanks for listening to the e-commerce momentum podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.